What is poppin' peeps? It's the former president of the Fat Guy Alliance, the current president of the TBX 420 Club. Your hero, your role model, the person you want to be like when you grow up. That T-O-N-Y, the urban franchise, Tony Montana. Um... So to guys, I am here to hit you guys up with another edition of Throwback Stories. And I decided to do something that I have never done before. I'm going to tell you throwback stories that were not told on YouTube. Um, these will be podcast exclusive premieres of these stories. Now, most of the stories on YouTube were of teenage and adult me. These ones... I go a little younger. One of them, I'm a teenager. Um, the first one is where I did something very stupid as a kid. Well, I did something really smart and responsible, I guess you will. But then I followed it up by doing something even, even just like so completely dumb and wrong. I should have never done it. I'm much fortunate that I never pulled off doing it the way I was trying to do it. Um... And then, I'm going to tell you guys a story about how I started my first uh, business in high school. Even ended up doing a merger. I'm making a partnership. Someone else who was in the same business. Um, oh my god. Can I tell it in the teaser? I would steal stuff from my older brother and sell it. <laughs> um, we'll get to that right after we do that thing where we sow love to our peeps. And ladies and gentlemen, you guys know I've been talking a lot about um, video projects, whether it be animation, 3D stuff, um, corporate videos, personal videos, big budget projects, low budget projects, independent films, documentaries, Rob Toss Animations, Rob Toss Productions is your go-to. Now, peeps, I just want to show you a prime example. I've been telling you guys that for months. Go take a look at my YouTube channel, the TBX420 Club. And without a shadow of a doubt, if you see the latest upload, which is produced, edited, and directed by Rob Toss, um, he built everything in that. I just literally did the talking. But he did everything else. And you look at anything else I've done before, and you see the substantial difference in quality. I literally just went from doing like YouTube videos in my mom's basement to working with Rob and doing something that is a professional television program. And you look at it, you see that it's formatted, it's done, the quality is just on point and prestige. And you can get that quality of work. Just go to Rob Toss Productions. And trust me. You will not regret it. Whatever project you have in mind. He'll, you might be sooner for the moon. But Rob will take you to the stars with it. Now peeps. 
as you know, I've been hyping up my brother's YouTube channel, Stu Corp Samaru. Well, the Battle of the Brothers Season 2 is getting closer and closer to the end. I suggest you guys go get caught up, because things have taken a significant turn. You don't want to miss out. So be sure to go and check it out on YouTube, Stu Corp Samaru. Now, ladies, you know, you've been enjoying the hot girl summer. Things are kind of getting more fun so you can go out, sew out more. Oh, if you didn't know, now you know. Shop Hermana Beauty. Curbside pickups available on select items in London and Toronto. ShopHermanaBeauty.com and ShopHermanaBeauty on Instagram. Trust me. You'll thank me later. So yeah, peeps. <laughs> um, let's start off with the stupid thing because this is like a lot smaller and a lot more minor. Um, I um, was a little. I was a little shit when I was younger. I was like, you, you take Dennis the Menace, you take Bart Simpson, and, uh, what is it, Rilo, from Cleve, the Cleveland Show, put them together with, like, a Stewie that's not as smart. That was me. <laughs> that was me. So, I was always trying to like find stuff to do. I'd get bored very easily, and I'd always do things I shouldn't be doing and messing with things. Uh, I was always uh, curious. I'd always there's certain points in parts of my house I'd always trying to like get opportunity to search and wouldn't. We have a big buffet. In the dining room. Now, there's stuff on top of there. As a kid, I was always too short to reach that. But eventually, at a certain age, I was tall enough that if I stood on a chair, I could reach it. And I remember always being so curious to see what was there. Because for years, I've seen so many things pulled from there. Now... That's just the allure and the way a child's mind thinks. Now, keep in mind, all these things that I'm seeing were things that were probably just put there right before they're pulled out. But in my mind, I'm thinking that there's, like, things left of all these things that I have seen there from all the years. I, I was really wrong. There were only two things that I did expect up there. But the one thing I did not expect was to find a fire extinguisher. Now, when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is necessary. We need this. And then I saw there was a bracket to attach it to the wall. So I went downstairs. I got a screwdriver. I'm about 10 or 11 years old or something. Maybe 11 or 12. I don't know. I can't remember exactly. But I was small. Because I was still, when I was still kind of short. Um, 
So I got a screwdriver and put it up. And then, I don't know, maybe I was 14. Because I saw a fire extinguisher be used in wrestling, and I probably wouldn't have seen that until I was 14. So anyways, I put it up on the wall, and I'm proud of myself, and me and my brother, Dr. Cohen, is like, yeah, great job, blah, blah, blah. Then I remember someone getting shot with a fire extinguisher. Now, I thought, I did not know what a fire extinguisher was. I thought air was going to come out of it. I don't know why. But I thought like that canister was like some kind of special air that came out. I had no idea what was going to come out. It was just like all this powder dust stuff. So I was trying to shoot my brother with it. But he was running away because he didn't want me to do that. And I was like, stand there. We'll, we'll do this just like this episode. And I think it was wrestling. And he was like, hell no. Fuck that. <laughs> so he ran away. So I ended up shooting it in my kitchen and when I did that it like fucking exploded like the entire fucking kitchen got covered in this white powder stuff and when I say the entire kitchen I mean the entire kitchen and we don't have a small kitchen it's not the hugest but it's a nice sized kitchen everything was fucking covered I, I mean, my brother was just like, oh, shit. Um, that was just like really, really, really messed up. I got my ass whooped so fucking badly. I really got my ass whooped so badly. I got my ass whooped for getting, like, the entire kitchen covered. Like, we were just, like, in shock. I'm trying to remember. I paused. I can't remember exactly what made my parents come down. But they came down not too soon after. And this was, like, late at night when we wouldn't expect them to come back downstairs. I got a whooping. <laughs> back in the 90s. And you did shit like that, you got a whooping. <laughs> I got a whooping. Um, a bad one. I got in trouble for that. And then where I put up the stand thing for the fire extinguisher was not somewhere they wanted it to be. And I think they just got in the house painted. No, the walls fixed and patched. So for me to have gone and done that, Oh, that just doubled the whoopings. That just like literally doubled the whoopings. <laughs> now, we'll take a jump. That was when I was in elementary school. We're going to jump forward to when I was in high school. Now, I don't know if I told you guys, but... My parents did used to give me a lunch money. I had no idea. Because my older siblings would literally steal it every single day. Uh, they would leave me like two bucks. 
But in my time, two bucks didn't really do much. Like, they would tell me to buy fries. But my lunchroom didn't have fries. And everything was more. Like, back then, yes, I could have went to McDonald's and got some stuff. And there was a hot dog truck I could have went to, which I did a few times with the two bucks. But I ultimately would just keep saving the two bucks. So I could buy myself uh, wrestling magazines and action figures. Yes. Not what you're expecting someone as cool as me to say, but yeah. That's what I would save up my uh, lunch money for. For Wrestling Illustrated, The Wrestler. WWE Magazine occasionally, but I prefer PW... Oh, I did actually like WWE because it was color. PWI wasn't color at first. But then I remember they got really fancy. I remember ECW had a magazine. I had every issue of the ECW one, but it didn't last that long. Um, That was really cool. I'm hearing a crazy sound outside. So I'll hear about it in the news tomorrow. Well, buying wrestling magazines and action figures were not cheap. And back then, my dad never actually bought us games. Um, he would take us to the video store, and we can rent a movie or we can rent a game. Um, I had a blank tape when I was younger. I had a blank tape collection where I'd go to the dollar store. Or I think I used to mainly go to Radio Sack. Because I used to like the Radio Sack ones because it had these fancy stickers and it came with these lines. And you could write your name and what's on the tape and stuff. Um, there's these things called v- VCRs and VHS cassettes. That's what I'm talking about, the tapes. Um, DVDs weren't even around back then, so... Now, some of you might not even understand what the hell I just said. Go and Google what VHS and VCRs are to understand. So I would like tape a bunch of stuff and that was my entertainment. Because cartoons, there was no cartoon network. You'd get cartoons at certain times of the day. As I got older, that changed, which is like for my brother's generation, great. Because he got more regular cartoon stuff. So, I would want to buy games too. And there were some really great wrestling games all at the time. And I wasn't really smart with knowing how to ask for money from my parents. Even up to today, I don't know how to, so I just don't. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like, fuck, you're giving me somewhere to live. How can I ask you for money? Um, or you raised me all my life and you let me live for free for all those years. How can I ask for money? I just, I just can never do it. Um, so I had to find a way to get money. My older brother had a pretty nice porn collection, which I would Routinely steal. I had a whole routine of stealing. And then it's just like, I started to notice in the routine of stealing, I would mainly do it to get the newer ones. 
But some of the older ones, she wouldn't really notice. And the tapes, he had so much tapes, I could see just sneakily steal the tape and permanently keep it. So I, I was starting to build up my own stock in my room from stealing his porns. I'm in high school. I can't buy it myself. It was my only way of getting it. And it's just like he probably just assumed that my mom found it because my mom would destroy porn if she finds it in the house. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I had any now and I had it in the house, she would destroy it. My brother went through that with some expensive stuff he had years ago. Oh my God, it was funny. He still gets mad if I talk about the blue girl. Um, so... Once I have this immense collection, I remember I actually had gotten suspended in elementary school for stealing his magazines once and burning it to school. <laughs> it became this whole fucking thing. It's like even the girls were boring the tape. It was crazy. Is this like when I had that tape? And it was by accident, the first tape. Uh, oh, that's a whole story for its own. I'll just leave it as that. I got suspended. I'll tell you that story after, actually. I'll tell you that story after this one. So, I, I probably should have told it first. So, anyways. I had already gotten in trouble and burnt, and everyone fucking snitched on me. So, I was like, fuck that. I'm not putting myself in that position again. I actually stayed solid. <laughs> I said somebody else's name. <laughs> uh, who was even real when they were questioning me on that one? Friggin'. So I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I would tell people, some of my friends, and some of them would make me offers. Like, I. Uh, one really good trade I got was um, I got an old school Nintendo with the power glove. And I feel so fucking stupid for selling that. So fucking stupid. Well, I got like a hundred bucks when I fucking sold it. And I just traded like two porn tapes for it. But the whole fucking thing, uh, a few games. I never figured out the power glove though. Because I didn't have the book with the codes. And I wasn't that good at the internet back then. Didn't even think to search for like a strategy guide or something. To get the, or the manual. Then just like people started offering me money. And I was just like. Hmm, okay. So. <laughs> I would have to like. Um. Uh, my auntie of stealing from my brother's collections but then at the same time I would have to like at the same time when I have stolen a certain amount I'm pretty sure he's gonna tell set him up for my mom to raid him <laughs> so that he would like fucking lose everything and have to start building again and when that happened he would like go and like mass buy a bunch but just to keep myself clean and, and the fucking clear I would fucking, like, make him lose part of the collection while I'm selling it. 
And like, I was selling it for more than a, like, I was selling magazines for 20 bucks, despite the fact that they said like $5.99 on the cover. I was getting 20 bucks per fucking magazine. Uh, fuck it, like, $25 per tape. But then I fucking lost the tape business. Because someone came in and they were fucking like, they were smarter than me, but we started partnering up. Because they would just like bootleg the tapes, put two VCRs together, which I didn't. I had no idea you could fucking do that. And they would like put like, where with me, it was just like one tape and you'd get the label and you get the box. They would do it with a blank tape and put like fucking like four or five, sometimes six porns on the tapes. Instead of just getting that like one hour movie for fucking 25 bucks you would for me. Sometimes I'd sell it more if I didn't like the person. You'd get fucking like... Oh, they really fucking killed me on the prices. You'd get like six fucking hours of porn for like fucking ten bucks or something. So it's just like I went out of business. But I just like... The person was cool. We are friends. So then we just had a partnership and started exchanging tapes. Then he would give me some copies of his stuff. I'll give him some of mine. And I remember when I got out of the game, I gave him the last of my stock when I got out of it. Which was kind of fucked up because there was this whole thing with this other kid who like owed the money. And I said, okay, you could borrow these, but then I gotta when you're done, I gotta give it to him. So he was te- this other kid was technically trying to steal my shit to get himself out. Oh man, that was funny. I don't think I'm gonna tell the fucking elementary one. So yeah, I'll sit on that story. See if just interest built towards. I'm trying to think of another fucking story I've never told on here. Hmm. I realized the only other story, all the strip club stories that I told, I never really told most of those on YouTube, because I couldn't. See, those are also podcast exclusive stories that you guys got. Um, hmm. (laughs) Oh, my brother would kill me if I told this story. Uh, I guess it's a time I cock blocked Dr. Clone. <laughs> so I had this friend who I went to high school with. Um, she was actually a year older than me. Um, and my brother, he's always had the yellow fever, if you will. He was always into Asian girls. So, as I was, too. Then when he saw a picture of me and my friend, I think from when we went to a concert or something, he kept asking me about her, and he got interested in her and meeting her. So at this time, I would hang out with my exes a lot, and she would come and meet me as, oh, I was actually my concert friend. I was talking about in the last video. 
Now, um, now we're downtown because we both lived in Scarborough, if you know Toronto. And we'd be going to my evil ex's place. Yeah, I won't say her name, but I will refer to her as an evil ex. Um, and we would chill there. And pre-juice, then go to the shows, sometimes come there after, sometimes not. One time I think we did. And then... From there, one, we went to... One time we just went there to chill. And we are drinking. My bro, it's not much of a drinker. My ex and my concert friend, we're all drinking. My ex's boyfriend's like downstairs playing video games. Um, I don't know how it happened. We just get like overly fucking wasted and start doing all this shit and like filming and stuff. Like they kicked our ass. I don't know how many of you remember it. And I've actually been looking through the file. I got a shit ton of files. I don't know if I have a copy of it anymore. I think anything that had it on has been reformatted, unfortunately. But there's, like, these videos where they were just, like, fucking kicking our asses. Totally just... Oh, man. <laughs> they, they, uh... Ugh. I remember there was like one clip where I'm just like, I just get kicked right in the balls. It sucked. It fucking sucked. Um, it was actually one of our brothers' first popular YouTube videos, but he had to pull it. Then, after all that wildness, all of a sudden, like, I don't know how it happens, but my brother. And that girl going to the bathroom and he starts getting some and I'm sitting there like, yeah right on he did it I told him what to do and he pulled it off but then then there's the unexpected swerve my evil ex tried to rape me which she had done multiple times. The first few times I thought it was just like we were playing a game. I didn't think it was like serious. But I remember I was just like, here's the fuck that. This time it's just like, this, I think this is the first time it like escalated and got far enough that. I realized, oh, wait, this isn't a game anymore. I, like, I fully said rape. I was like, rape! No, stop, rape! And she got mad. She's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Started hitting me. She got so pissed off. She fucking attacked me. And then she's like, no, fuck this. If I'm not getting any. Then she got up and she yelled at <laughs> my brother, <laughs> Dr. Cole. And I almost said the girl's name. <laughs> and then... Who are already started off getting engaged in the action. <laughs> oh my god. 
that was fucking deep. My brother was pissed off. <laughs> he was really pissed off that time. Um, damn, I want to see if I could try to find those videos. I know those girls would probably be pissed off. Um, I think we went to a club that night. Then we went there after the club. I think it was the first time my brother went to a club. And he didn't enjoy the experience. We went to some lame club. I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> Fuck it. Damn. This is like, fuck that if I'm not <laughs> Oh, man. He did eventually get... Hook up with her, though. I think... Yeah. I think he did. They hooked up a few times, actually. Uh... But he got mad and he's like, why can't he take one? Because the chick's boyfriend was fucking downstairs. That's why. And although technically I could have kicked the guy's ass, I wouldn't have felt right if he had caught us and he attacked me. I probably would have like stood there and let him beat me up, which wouldn't have happened. He wasn't strong enough to do it. He would attack me with all his strength and rage, and I probably would have been laughing the whole time and have to pretend to be her. But I just avoided it. I actually prefer sex when I'm high over to when I'm drunk. I'll, I'll fucking like smoke weed with a girl all day and just fuck all day. Drinking for me is just like fun going out and having a good time. I haven't really... Yeah, there's been no part where drinking in my mind leads to fucking getting some. Because the amount that I drink, I know that I'm not going to be at my best performance. I'd rather just wait till I'm getting high. I, I know some people are different, but that's just me. And maybe it's just the stuff I drink. I don't know. Trying to see if I got another story for you guys. Um, Oh, that's already three, right? Okay, we'll end it there. We'll end it there. I know I'm a half an hour. I'm not trying to go super long on stories. There you have it, peeps. Three, not from YouTube. Three podcast exclusive stories. And one that has a video that I'm going to have to try to see if I can find it. I can't remember where it could be. But I am going to put an effort into trying to look for it. Alright peeps. Be sure to follow me on everything TBX420 Club. Starting off where you listening to this podcast. Um... TBX420 Club Podcast, where every podcast are available. Subscribe, like, all that, download, all that good stuff, listen, 
Go and subscribe to the official TBX420 Club YouTube channel where you could see the first episode, the first edit of the first episode of Two Factor Dating, the amazing project that I did with Rob Toss Productions. You are doing yourself an injustice if you don't go and watch it right now. Follow all my other social medias, TBX420 Club, one word, on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. TBX420 on Snapchat, TonyMon420 on Xbox Live, and TBX420 on PSN. Stay good, peeps, and keep it blitz.